everyone for joining this is uh, stopping boring's podcast series uh, thank you bob and bobby for doing this with us i'm actually grateful that we get to spend like at least another 45 minutes to one hour trying to understand each other and like your thought process right so this is more about who you are as people and then what inspires you because we can clearly see a pattern in the way that your art is coming out and we can clearly see that it comes from a lot of um, observations right understanding what people are going through and then putting it into a format that common man can understand and uh, just to quickly set the context and show people what we are talking about so this is uh, bob's uh, instagram profile uh, this is actually bobby's instagram profile okay. our names are uh, that way uh, since i look almost like bobby so i'm almost bobby and he looks almost like me he's bob almost bob almost okay oh, yeah see this is this is pretty simple right you can see a pattern right clearly so let's quickly see almost bobby also <laughs> the goal is to understand them as people that and then eventually we'll get to their expression which is the art as well okay so bob and bobby quickly tell us um because in one of the questions you had mentioned that you guys got attracted into moving images right yes. uh so and then like the failure also definitely we'll talk about that but before that so why moving images how do you look at uh moving images as a part of storytelling medium uh so like uh moving images what you know attract us about moving images are like you know you if you can put whatever in you can see inside your head for the world to see uh, there's nothing like it i mean uh, the the feeling that you have after you have put them out for others to see what you you have been imagining uh, all this while so uh, so so i mean that's a very unique feeling that we had and that's what you know fascinates us and to see you know actually something that is in your mind and then to right. you know get it on paper and uh, animation is another uh, satisfaction because once you see it moving having a life of its own it's uh, it's an amazing feeling that's what actually attracted us lovely so this is something that we have been uh, trying to capture as well in terms of uh, where different storytelling mediums fall into right um, can you guys see this clearly yes yes yes, yes. Uh, so like uh, how you correctly said it always any any expression always originates as a thought and it's usually in one person's brain mm-hmm. and the moment you want to collaborate you have to put it down and mm-hmm. you said like you are going to put it down on paper some people put it up directly on a digital note taking tool what not right yeah. so that's where network thought comes in um, you know notes and rough drafts and what not then it becomes a little more structured so let's say you're writing a screenplay then you're going to be talking about which act which scene and what not right and yeah. from there you you're adding one more sensory element to that which is where audio comes in and then your uh, images and then comes your moving images so then you mix and match right so you have text and images it becomes a meme you have moving images with audio then it becomes a video when you put kind of all these things together it essentially becomes a product and we were just uh, then i was just talking how a, a product could be the ultimate uh, storytelling okay maybe that's a purely bias coming from uh, techies and like people in the startup world but it if you really look at it from storytelling perspective it almost uses everything right like uh, right and logic as well mm-hmm. so uh, so moving images like you can clearly see a lot of creation effort happens right so that's the uh, y axis on the right corner that you're saying mm-hmm. and um, then on the left side the ease of consumption so from a creator perspective the more effort that you put in the easier it becomes for people to consume right mm-hmm. and uh, which is what you guys have been doing as well now with this as the context if you want to get at to a moving image level right and if i'm just a person who doesn't know any of the tools okay and i really want to become a better storyteller right mm-hmm. and i have all these thoughts in my head what would you tell a person like me mm-hmm. uh, who essentially want to get to the level that you guys are at this point in time 
what's the process like what's the path that a person like me can take uh so so it's better if you have a medium in mind that you want to explore okay. like uh, uh it it's better if you are decided that uh, what medium you'd uh, like to tell your story from mm. okay so so that way uh, i mean it depends on that yeah i mean uh, uh, there's a my elder brother he likes to uh, express his thoughts and if if he has a story to writing something and mm. uh, you know um, writing either stories or poetries so <clears throat> we used to perceive uh, the first thing as image right oh, uh, visual yeah. mm. so i think it's necessary to first uh, you know fix your mind on uh, what you want to explore which medium that uh, you want to explore okay. it's absolutely okay if you uh, you know decide to change your mind later on but mm. you need to start from somewhere so like for example for us we started with sketching okay okay so and we uh, we were not that good with writing which is why uh, not good with words actually words I actually mean. word play and uh, which is why uh, things we used to express things through images mostly and mm-hmm. and which is why uh, screen play writing we find a lot easier than uh, story yeah, writing more comfortable with, with because, yeah. you know you write in terms of images, images. so mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's uh, better if you have a medium in mind that way it gets easier to approach uh so so that's the first step hmm. Hmm. so once you've decided the medium then we you know uh, move to how to go about it how to how to you know discover the medium and uh, explore ourselves i mean uh, like we used to sketch a lot right and it was it was mostly like an addiction that uh, we you know uh, if someone could give us a pen and paper or pencil or anything we'll just you know uh, sit all day and down sketch. and sketch all day mm. so that thing somehow uh, was always there uh, after a point of time we uh, started uh, exploring the medium more and uh, you know then we moved to uh, moving images like yeah. uh, animation and videos yeah. okay so uh the interesting thing that i just uh, heard was how you're more interested in screenplay writing than story writing right 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 uh, can you expand on that a little bit more like uh, why you guys say that uh so so like basically uh screenplay writing is more like writing an image mm. so and story you have you know you have to have some kind of word plays and you know you need to you leave a lot to the uh, you know readers imagination hmm. right and uh, and we feel that uh, whenever you're writing the screenplay you're seeing the uh, you're basically showing exactly what you want to show and hmm. all the subtextual things that that will happen once it goes on to the screen on to production hmm. so uh, and we were also attracted to this uh, because apart from the image uh, thing uh, since a very young age we uh, you know uh, we developed a love for uh, film mm-hmm. and not just watching them we were uh, we used to dream of making them as well mm-hmm. so uh, after college and working on projects for animation we realized that uh, we want to pursue both of the mediums medium, right and uh, animation uh, since we mo- mostly uh, we are only uh, the two people working in any project that we take on mm. uh, as of now okay so uh, and animation takes a lot of time right so our uh, so we didn't take up any big project that were animated but we were planning to make live action films as well mm. right so uh, it works both ways actually uh, i mean both have their pros and cons like uh, live action film uh, we once uh, we used to shoot more live action back in 2015 and uh, 16 17 yeah, yeah. Okay. but then we realized that there's a lot of uh, you know obstacles that you have to face like you, you know whenever you're shooting, shooting outdoor yeah. there will be you know uh, intrusion and you can't until and unless you have a uh, you know budget, uh, and, budget and a big team you can't help it so all our ideas by default used to be indoors after that mm. and uh, uh we used to uh, and then we started animating cuz you know uh, 
uh, when you're you animating, you yeah, you have a control over the environment. Right. And there's no indoor outdoor issues like that. And actors also expressions. And yeah, everything, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Everything's so, in your hands. Yeah. So, what's the process of creating? Like, get to that level of uh, creating an animation movie of like, let's say, even one two minutes for that matter. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, actually, one one two minutes is uh, in animation uh, is a oh, lot. Long time. Uh, yeah. hmm. So, uh, the first thing is you got to sketch. Okay. okay. Like, if somebody wants. Uh, his or her animation to stand out mm. uh, there has to be you know you have to have a practice of sketching mm. and you can always you know make animations without sketching but uh, it might show mm-hmm. if you don't sketch enough so so that's what our mentor used to say like he used to say that 200 is a magic number 200 sketches a day and you'll and it would happen <laughs> <laughs> so so 200 is a lot actually but uh, you know at least uh, 10 sketches as, we, as in te- 10 gesture drawings like very fast uh, human figures mm-hmm. by actually seeing them uh, or anything any live object and you know uh, sketching them uh, on your paper so that helps you uh, develop a sense of volume and it's also it also you know helps you interpret uh, real things on paper so your way and, your way huh. hmm. it's Most not necessary that your uh, your style needs to be similar to a very you know, uh, somebody who is established already. Mm. But what happens is when you uh, practice enough, you develop your own style and you get better at it. Okay. And that really helps in animation. Mm. So when you're, uh, so when you're uh, creating a character, you put your signature style on it and uh, the process becomes faster and uh, you can figure out things really quickly while animating when you're, you know, practiced enough on uh, sketching. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sketching is one. So that's obviously, uh, mm-hmm. but like, what are the tools that one has to learn? Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so there's uh, Adobe Photoshop in uh, digital. Okay. Right. Uh, that's the only thing we animate on right now. Okay. Uh, so, and there are other so- softwares as well, like Toon Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Pencil. TV TV Pen. TV Pen. And open source software and open like, software, uh, source softwares like uh, uh, open tunes, open tunes, yeah. And, uh, so and there, there's also this classical method uh, of light box animation, mm-hmm. right? It's basically a box where you put the papers on, and there's light uh, inside it. You there's see. this uh, glass layer where you draw it, and there's light light underneath it. So you put papers, and you can see the previous page. So if the the first action is like this, and the second action is like this, so so it, uh, it's, it's mostly like a flip book kind of a thing. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And see, uh, that's the basic of animation. Yeah. Like and book. once you start animating, uh, I mean, making animation and you fail at it, you get an idea of the, uh, another important thing, that's the timing and spacing of an mm-hmm. object. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what, uh, how uh, you can make an object, uh, you know, uh, to look that it's traveling faster with, you know, fewer frames and, to slow it down with more, uh, you know, pictures. Mm. So that thing happens once you, you know, start off. Okay. Like, I mean, like uh, we were animating characters back in. Uh, we started animating characters uh, in 2015, and uh, we were, uh, you know, working on uh, a short on a college project where we had to. I had to show an action of uh, picking up a coin uh, in that short film so uh, what I did was I just uh, you know took video reference of it and I saw how many frames my uh, the video had of uh, of that action picking off picking up a coin so uh, when I saw that I saw that there were uh, of that exact action it took around 22 you know 25 frames for the action to complete but when I uh, started animating it it wasn't and I out of you know giving it the exact frame that I saw in the video, hmm. the animation uh, did not look fluid enough. So okay. what I learned from that is oh, when I you know took around twelve to ten uh, frames off, hmm. the animation was much uh, you know fluid and soothing to the eyes. So uh, that's exactly what timing and spacing is. That's how you. you so know, so I'll, I'll just give you an example like uh, so if this consider this an object like if it goes like this mm. 
so there will be lesser frames. Mm -hmm. uh, suppose you draw a frame over here, you draw a frame over here, and then you exactly. uh, you know draw this one. And if it goes slow mm. like this, mm. so you draw frame over here, you draw frame over here, then here, here, here. You have to draw them all. Right. Okay. Right. And then if it goes like this, like slow, then fast, mm. then you have to they draw starts off with more frames, more frames and then get uh, the frames get uh, less in number. Yeah. Hmm. So coming back, so you, you guys said you started in 2015. So tell us about your life before that and what kind of inspired you to get to this space? Uh, we actually started uh, animating basic characters before that, mm -hmm. around 2013. Yeah. Uh, so, so our course was, uh, bachelor's in multimedia and animation, Okay. uh, bachelor's in multimedia with a specialization in animation. Okay. This was BMM in, uh, since VS Kolkata, mm. our course started in, uh, 2000, we started college in 2012 and our first animation assignment was around 2013, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and to see that, you know, uh, draw so many frames. Uh, that was a little bit hard and but to see them come alive after that uh, was you know it, it felt like magic uh, yeah. the first time yeah and that's if 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 there is something that can inspire you that's enough right yeah, right. yeah. Uh, oh so bachelors in multimedia and uh, specialization in animation right yeah mm -hmm. yeah so i mean how did that happen? Like typically Indian parents are like, why don't you take engineering and stuff like that? Right, right, right. right. There's uh -huh. this interesting story behind that. I mean, not interesting. Like, uh, so we messed up royally in uh, uh, joint entrance examination. So Bobby used to describe that if our ranks were converted into, uh, you know, uh, rupees, we, we could have bought IPL team, teams. <laughs> same with me, same with me. <laughs> same. Oh, same with you. Great. <laughs> Mobile numbers. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, so we tried, you know, we tried the counseling, uh, process and, and, uh, we didn't get into any good college and we our boards, uh, uh, marks were also bad. We tried, uh, getting admitted to as, I mean, we tried filling, filling our applications for as many college as we could in mm -hmm. the, in the courses that were, you know, uh, most uncommon of the courses so that we can, we could get in, but, mm. uh, nothing worked out, but there was this, uh, entrance exam for, uh, this, uh, BMM course in, uh, St. Xavier's. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, took that and, you know, that was the only, uh, college we <laughs> made it to. <laughs> and that was only because of the entrance examination. Otherwise we couldn't have, you know, got in. Nice. Okay, so it, it kind of started like that. All right, great. Huh. Let, okay, so now let's do the uh, question round thing. You guys can answer separately. Same question, but two answers, right? Right, right. Huh. Okay, so with best purchase under rupees 5,000 in the recent past. That had a positive impact. Uh, mine would be uh, this laptop table I bought because, you know, I was I was struggling to complete my script and uh, we both both of us were ha having back pains mm. and uh, and neck pains as well uh, so so this really helped the best investment i can think of under 5000 is this one only okay lovely yeah and uh, mine i can say that uh, it's uh, a book called art matters by neil gaiman mm. right so uh, neil gaiman and chris ridruth so i think that's the best investment because uh, whenever I am, you know, out of ideas or motivation, mm. it's it's the only it's a go-to book. So, so that has been one of the best investments un under five thousand for me. Lovely. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about this book and what you learned from this? Yeah. Um. So, um. So, Art Matters is by Neil Gaiman, and uh, it's a collection of things that he wrote that has been published into a book and with illustrations by the amazing artist called Chris Riddle. Mm. So uh, this mostly deals with how art and uh, any kind of art that uh, can be writing and uh, images, stories can change the world actually. So uh, it talks about that. It talks about uh, a lot of 
obstacles that artists can face and how to overcome them mm. and uh, it has it's it's a it's very uh, insightful and it uh, and it's inspiring and uh, uh, i feel neil gaiman has this approach to things and his way of writing is it feels like that he's talking to you mm. yeah he's one of my favorite authors because of that because i think i can hear his voice inside my head when i uh, you know read his books or his writings mm. so that way it has been very a kind of a personal guide to me right and it's a very it's a very short book and it's not very uh, it's a not it's not a heavy read but it's brilliant it's it's uh, heavily inspiring yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay great so so neil gaiman talks about this imposter syndrome as well um this short story or like some quote about him right like where he's standing in a room this guy who had like gone to the moon came back mm-hmm. uh, you know and he's like staying at the you know last person as in the room okay and neil gaiman is giving this talk and then like someone is talking to him right? and neil gaiman has this internal feeling that hey you know man like i feel like such an imposter when there are like so many better artists than me better writers than me and like i'm standing here and i'm giving a speech right and then he comes out and then like he talks to this guy and like hey i'm also neil right and like okay so what did you do and like uh, and i did nothing i just like took one step right <laughs> you know what i mean right so this imposter syndrome is something every artist i mean every person kind of goes through right like yeah. the moment because it takes a lot of guts to put out also right because mm-hmm. we always think that hey this could be better Mm-hmm. you know i can shade this better this wording could be better mm-hmm. but at what point uh, do we think that hey this is good enough i'm going to publish and that also takes uh, a lot of experience to get to that level and say okay this is enough let's publish right yeah 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 the yeah. mm. so neil gaiman like you kind know, of brought that whole uh, thing anyway uh, so the next question is um, very important because we all go through this and we all deal with this in different ways so the question is um one of course like you must have faced failure so if you can think of the first failure that comes to your mind which in turn set you up for later success right maybe at that point in time you didn't think that you know or like any other thing right like probably your je failure could be something um you know the failure that kind of set you up for later success can you think of something like that yeah 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 so uh, there was this uh, you know contest going on uh, this uh, was back in 2014 end of 2014 end of 2014 yes mm-hmm. so it was for uh, it was a sticker making uh, contest for this uh, messenger app for line so uh, i mean we worked a lot for that and uh, we didn't get selected mm-hmm. so uh, but in the process we learned a lot of things we'll uh, learn that that particular thing the stickers have a particular way of uh, you know there's a particular way of making them mm. uh, so that thing we learned and uh, that that was a failure that, uh, that we uh, you know remember and what happened after that is uh, we you know uh, experimented with styles and different styles and uh, lighting and shading and after a year it was probably two years right or after a year uh-huh. one and a half years after one and a half years a person from hike got in touch with us hike mm. yeah mm. so and uh, she asked us to create stickers for hike she mm. came across our work so that kind of had that you know set up and pay off of we failing a sticker con- contest and then a leading messenger platform because hike hike was very famous back, back then. then yeah right 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 so got they getting in touch with us for making stickers for them so uh-huh. that's something yeah anyway nice. so now you guys uh, work as uh, individual artists and you take up own projects right like that's how you work or uh, you work for a company no no no, no, no. no. we are we are totally into freelancing uh, yeah okay lovely and how many years have you been doing this uh we actually ha- uh, you know started freelancing back in college only okay like we had our first freelance project in or uh, 2015 but we got the payment of that project a year later and that uh, the book we designed never got published mm. so so it was our first freelance project but it it wasn't i mean totally a we can't call it a project since it didn't get published uh. so 
hike was our first uh, freelance project and uh, you know the stickers were published in 2016 mm. and after that from 2017 to 18 we were working we were doing a day job for a you know for a company mm. as graphic designers both of us in the same company then we uh, you know quit the company together cuz cuz we had a fallout kind of a thing cuz they weren't uh, letting us attend the lit fest that uh, children's lit fest that we were invited to you know uh, conduct uh, you know uh, conduct workshops okay. so so that's when we quit and you know started freelancing full time okay lovely <laughs> uh, this one is like a fun thing uh, if you could have this one gigantic billboard with anything on it metaphorically speaking of course right which would be watched by millions and billions of people, what would that billboard have as a quote that kind of summarizes you guys or what you stand for individually also you can answer. Yeah, so um, mine would be, I, I don't know if uh, this had particularly been said by someone, but I don't remember. It's, it will be as simple as, you know, be kind to each other and, you know, celebrate differences. Mm because and and uh, it's 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 a very simple thought and probably the toughest thing to do nowadays yeah you know if people are fighting with, uh, with based on their ideologies they're killing each other so i think that's if there's something that i can you know put up on a billboard it will be that okay i, I just wanted to i mean i wanted to put be kind to each other and he added mine as well okay. so it works like that for us so Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll probably, I don't know how I'd, uh, you know, put it up in words there, but I would ask people to be uh, feminists because it's 21st century and I, the, I, I still see uh, the uh, uh, so much misogynist jokes whenever I'm, on, I'm online, it makes me want to throw up and I would, uh, you know, probably want people to read up on caste and whatever's happening around the world that's I, I'll, I'll probably ask them to not be a political yeah not be a political yeah okay oh yeah. interesting ah wait okay so let's uh, dial back what do you mean by how would you define a feminist because a lot of uh, words are being thrown around right huh. yeah. how would you define it because when you say i want people to be feminist what do you mean by that uh see it's like uh, there are two doctors uh, one male, another female. So there's both have equal uh, years of experience. Both have saved equal number of patients. So they should be paid doing equally. Their job, you know, doing their equally. job equally efficiently. Mm. Uh, so they should be paid equal amount. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So equal pay and opportunities irrespective of gender. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's just, just one part of it, like... Right, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. I mean, yeah, we touched upon equal opportunities as well. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Uh, this, now when you say, you know, dissent, you know, having an uh, opinion and be more political, mm -hmm. right? Uh, where is that coming from? Because even from the artwork that we see on your pages, it's, it's a lot of dissent against the, against the current state, I would say. Right, yeah. current state of affairs, right? Not right. just the political party, but like bureaucracy also, you guys write about that. Institutions. So basically the current state of the world is what your um, strongest opinions are. Mm -hmm. And it's usually against, right? So that's why I'm saying it. There's a dissent in the way your art is coming out, mm -hmm. right? And um, why do you think that's happening? And why do you think other people should also follow that when you say become more political, you know, speak up, put your opinions out, express mm -hmm. more, right? That's what you're trying to say. Mm -hmm. Where is yours coming from? Where is that descent to the current state of affairs coming from? Yeah, so um, we only, uh, you know, uh, grew an understanding of the political scenario after college. After college means after we, you know, uh, got admitted uh, to college so it was all because of this uh, you know professor we had called Kostu Bray so uh, and he actually gave us a you know view of the real world whatever is happening around us so um, things were okay till 2014 and 15 but after that we saw that 
whatever uh, the the news everything the political atmosphere it used to stay restricted inside the television mm. right and after a point of time uh, in in probably 2015 i cannot exactly pinpoint where, where it began mm. but it started you know getting into our lives as well right like you know friends and people from family having a fallout based on their political ideologies saying things that we didn't expect from them mm. you know blatantly uh, expressing their hatred towards a community for no definite reasons right and the, that side we had never seen like and it kind of showed that there was a you know paradigm shift happening in people mm. in 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 their mindset right mm. so and it it struck us as well and uh, the the frustration the uh, the feeling of helplessness that we felt back then and it had to be expressed we it had to be put out somewhat yeah so right. uh, and since we couldn't express uh, you know better through words it came out as images mostly uh-huh. from uh, uh, the uh, from sketchbook then to you know social media and things so that that's how it started so usually you the first thing in your mind is a sketch right like you visualize it first right for example if i see that uh, uh, modi is sitting on this coronavirus graph going up and people are looking at you know is that a rocket this is this and then so i'm assuming that this came as a first thing as an image to you and then you started writing the story around it right like people seeing oh yeah. is that a rocket or oh, is that this right yes, that's yes. how it works yeah yeah that's so, right yeah so there's this uh, i know a lot of uh, you know storytellers and screenwriters also write uh, there's a particular process of uh, story writing there are a, a lot uh, i mean there are a lot of process of story writing but one of them is like you perceive the ending first okay uh-huh. right? and then you work it backwards correct okay. yeah to you know connect the dots okay so, so that's, that's how, how we function uh, for mostly, a bait for a film or a yeah mostly uh, even for a, for a film for a screenplay that we're writing or maybe um, even if it's a very short comic we you know uh, we hit the conclusion first mm. and then we work it backwards oh very nice so have you guys thought about like how that conclusion or that final image is getting formed like is it through observation or the things that you're reading there are different things like uh, uh, so there's this film called the one minute short film we made called denied man uh, so what happens is there's this uh, guy who's uh, who is a you know a devotee of this government because okay. you know you they are more like devotees than supporters so what happens in that film is like uh, so there's this devotee and there are uh, three big problems look at, looking at him mm. one is rising petrol prices another is this coronavirus situation another is uh, the chinese intrusion mm. uh, and he's really scared so there's this background uh, you know commentary going on that there's this uh, hostage situation there and then there's this uh, there's also you know there's this voice of excitement that says uh, uh, there's another object approaching the scene and uh, our prime minister lands like a superhero just mm-hmm. like any superhero lands mm-hmm. and then he gets up with all with glorious background music and then he uh, you know instead of uh, walking towards the the threat charging the enemy, charging the enemy he uh, turns towards this uh, devotee and walks to walks towards him and he's wearing a mask okay black a face mask for this virus thing and he walks towards him and he just uh, puts the mask uh, over his eyes mm. <laughs> and eyes off and he can't see anything so so that's what he does actually he denies there's a problem he doesn't acknowledge that there's a problem and everything is fine and he flies off and this guy starts dancing Mm. like crazy mm. okay like everything is solved mm. <laughs> and when this chinese guy points a uh, gun at him and that that's where the film ends right so i'll tell you how this idea came across mm. i mean uh, so so while uh, uh, sleeping we uh, we often uh, find it hard to uh, sleep get some sleep so so what we do is we put off face mask on our eyes so that it's absolutely uh, you know dark and we can't see anything and it's easier to fall asleep that way so that's when it uh, struck that's where the idea came from 
so that's that's when we you know uh, kind of discuss that how it is relevant to the situations around us mm mm like uh, how there's a guy behaving like uh, you know there's a mask on his eye right yeah like like everything is fine sab changa ji right so so uh, that's how we you know try to draw an equivalent so and that's how ideas come to us like from real life incidents from mm-hmm. an observation and yeah okay lovely mm-hmm. okay uh so one last question from me and before after that like we can uh, open up for uh, community members to ask you questions so two questions one to bob and one to bobby uh, so one is um when you feel overwhelmed or when you feel like you're stuck somewhere like things are not happening the way that you want it to happen what do you do and the next question is what are some you know bad recommendations that people should avoid um let's say a young and driven smart college kid just graduating from this multimedia course or whatever what should that kid avoid in the current industry that you are in right so one is feeling overwhelmed and when you're stuck what do you do and the other thing is what kind of advice that people should ignore entering your field right so let's start off with the advice thing yeah sure ha huh. uh so so like uh with our experiences we learned that when someone uh, graduates graduates with with graphic design or uh, any design uh, degree mm-hmm. or maybe he's trying to freelance from that stage the worst recommendation is like there's a good project there are names involved so if there's any any implication that you can't be paid uh so i think that should be avoided uh cuz you know uh exposure is always used to exploit uh, talented artists and they should never work for free like they should uh, ideally create a portfolio with right. their best works and just tell them that see this is the kind of work i do and i i i'll charge some money like right. even if it's a if even it's if a very basic amount yeah but they shouldn't do things for free okay uh and for me uh, i feel that uh, another thing that we got uh, our mentor told us like so there's nothing called there's nothing called bad art mm. right so whatever so, works works yeah so the the only thing that he said that whatever works works so there's this and he you know showed us shining examples of uh, animators who were uh, you know who had styles that if you show it to someone they will probably not like it like this there's this woman called uh, Mikela Pavlatova the she's an animator and the shapes are not very conventional not the ones that you see in mainstream media but she is very acclaimed and it does not matter whether you want to see it as a very uh, you know postmodern approach to it or anything you are entertained by it mm. like so if there is anything that can resonate with you it it's that uh, that's it it does not matter uh, the style or you can develop your own style and you know be the best uh, that you are at it Mm. right and it does not need to be uh, it does not need to look like disney like it's that it's your own art style right 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 uh, there's an example actually uh, i don't know uh, if you have seen or not there's this uh, facebook page called univ like who makes pretty uh, weird animation like uh, there's blocks and they just talk and the comic timing is such that you're bound to laugh mm-hmm. yeah you you're bound to be entertained so that's how it works if a thing works it works you you i mean if your style if somebody says that your style is bad uh, you should never mind and uh, just do what you're doing so that's one piece of uh, you know advice and uh, what was the other question when you feel overwhelmed or uh, when you're stuck creatively yeah what do you do so um i do is uh, you know i look back at our journey so far mm. like and there are moments uh, no matter where you are or how far you have come there will be moments that you lift you up mm. that are bound to lift you up so be it you know a uh, an act of kindness or a message of a, appreciation from someone you know or a complete stranger it it works a lot at times you know uh, saying that Uh, it helps you understand that you are not only defined by these moments i mean the uh, the moments where you're feeling down uh-huh. so 
so that has helped me a lot okay like, and what about you some somewhat same like i often keep a record of the appreciations of our art mm. uh, so that you can uh, i mean it can lift me up in the future if the need be right i i watch interviews of people uh you know preferably those where they talk about about their uh, you know their struggles internal and external mm. and i also do one thing i uh, try to be kind to a stranger mm. that like it it can be as simple as appreciating someone's artwork mm. like and and i genuinely observe and it's not like uh, like i just appreciate it for, just for the sake of it i i genuinely observe and go through their works and you know appreciate them mm. and it it feels good okay. feels better lovely so one is acknowledging and the other is uh, being kind to people definitely yeah, yeah. and that also starts with being kind to yourself and your own art mm-hmm. and having a log of uh, the appreciation that you have received so how do you like do you take like uh, screenshots of your instagram appreciations or dms and then you store it uh, i do that often okay. yeah. i uh, i mean uh, yeah i have this uh, i often take screenshots if if there are mails texts and i just write it down cuz i feel that that's something uh, which feels more rewarding than uh, anything else cuz we have seen it first hand before we were uh, you know we shifted completely into art because uh, our mother is a, a teacher right and she's been teaching for the past uh, 30 35 years mm-hmm. and uh, and to be very honest uh, she hasn't her job is not a very well paid one mm. like uh, you know a simple private school in uh, bengal and it's not very, not anything fancy but uh, i have seen that uh, she has uh, probably she's uh, she has uh, been to a doctor's chamber and the doctor comes out and uh, he touches her feet and uh, says in front of the other patient that she is like my mother i wouldn't have been here if it was not because of her mm. so i mean that's something uh, that we felt that uh, that feeling is uh, you know it transcends uh, everything mm. so uh, and we kind of had uh, that feeling when uh, somebody uh, when uh, we saw that our art had resonated with uh, people with complete stranger and they uh just uh just uh, you know acknowledged it and said that uh, thanks for expressing what we you know failed to mm, mm, mm. so that has been very uplifting and we love to keep going back to that and we are genuinely thankful uh, to uh, people you know uh, for that lovely thanks yeah. a lot um th- this has been wonderful like uh, i really learned a lot like this appreciation thing like never really thought about it that way like because at that moment you are like ha huh, okay because usually the appreciations come in a bunch right like you have done something really nice and then like there are too many people appreciating and then yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you go away with that and then like never took time to come back and see those things okay and and we we also do uh, i mean uh, a thing that uh, you know works wonder at times we uh, we genuinely you know try to uh, not be harsh at people who are critiquing us or even abusing in the comments i think there's so much hatred uh, ingrained in people right now that when they are you know uh, when you respond back with kindness mm. or or an appreciation they are taken aback and right. they probably at that moment they probably realize that it's it's very unnecessary hmm. like so that has worked pretty uh, very uh, in a wonderful way for us lovely too many times the kind word has been thrown around today which is good you know not many people talk about these things nowadays anyway great thanks a lot uh, for doing this okay um, guys if you have any questions to bob and bobby uh do you have any questions i have one question ha huh. i know there are a very few artists who are uh who are activists mm. you know there's i i see you guys as activists there's origin sen uh i know that you can't really place a finger on what makes you do activism 
you know what makes you mm-hmm. keep at it but how is what really i mean how what is the core like i mean i want to i'm curious just what's your day like how how do you uh observe uh, no uh, i mean so that that of course huh. but also that this work that you would create right the activism work that takes time it takes time to mm, sort of process. arrive at the place where it does and and creates an impact mm. and it's not paid work and you continue to be at it so how do you keep yourself motivated what is it that really keeps you at it that's that's the question uh so like uh, first of all no i i don't consider myself an activist because we don't do much of a groundwork we try to amplify the groundwork that are happening mm. uh, i don't know if if it would be fair to you know call ourselves activists uh, but uh, about the thing that you said uh, like there are things that move us and we can't focus on the work that we are doing unless you know unless we illustrate our uh, reaction to it uh, we can't focus on the work that is paying us so we uh, you know try to do is uh, at uh, i mean try to do it as quick as possible also we try to you know uh, try to uh, make it look uh, acceptable uh, in terms of uh, looks and visuals uh, yeah uh, and the and the motivation is it's like uh, uh, just like he said that uh, we cannot focus on our daily things and it there has been times like you know we have pending client works and we saw this thing you know turn up in our head and we have just we just need to make something out of it and then we see that the client is also appreciating knowing that his work is pending so <laughs> we kind of feel very embarrassed and and we are like yes we are doing your work as well so without them you know asking for it so the motivation is to get this thing out out yeah that can get on with the yeah. paid projects yeah do your bit i guess that's mm. also there right mm. yeah yeah that, that, i mean for myself i see as as he does that i i'll do whatever i can find the good fight mm-hmm. whatever yeah. i can yeah yeah mm. lovely uh, so of course uh, th- this is from sadanti of course i love your work kindness and appreciation is so important my question since you guys think visually if you had to visually depict confidence which vegetable would you use would you choose and why <laughs> uh, would you choose and why huh. uh confidence vegetable confidence yeah yeah no i i don't know if there's uh if there's any metaphor here <laughs> but uh, i think i would choose obvi- uh, choose obviously uh gobi because <laughs> i mean confidence, yes. confidence yes uh since confidence is mentioned i think i'll choose gobi because uh there's this comedy group called asitesi democracy who refers to uh our prime minister as gobiji ah so so he has a lot of confidence he lies with so much confidence and he denies with so much confidence so since confidence is mentioned i'll, I'll go with uh, i'll go with gobi yeah i don't know what you would go with yeah i mean after you said that uh, i mean it's kind of yeah i mean i i will be going with gobi as well yeah. okay <laughs> go for orange, orange. yes yeah, yes orange. yes orange too yeah the fruit also yeah it's a fruit a color that you know invokes so much of misplaced passion okay there's a very interesting question by asa can you give some advice to increase visual creativity i think uh, what helped us really is uh, we observe a lot okay uh, observe as in uh, like we observe how people react to things if they have any kind of any anything like if they have any kind of ocd like uh, it's it's best to keep your eyes and ears open and stories would just come to you like uh, it's happening all around us have people reactions to certain things, things. which are norm uh, i mean uh, we believe that if you shut yourself down and observe or listen then you can yeah. see that there are countless stories happening around you and also another thing that again it this was from uh, neil gaiman mm. so uh, he says that to tell a story or to uh, i mean think something visually you just need to add a what if before everything mm. like and uh, 
you can insert an object which is not there and then justify it and then work it backwards like for example if i right now i am sitting in this room and i just you know scan this entire room maybe scan the books around me and the, and then i see this word dinosaur on the on a book and then i have this three uh, i have two words room and a dinosaur and then and i just make up a story where a dinosaur suddenly turns up in my room mm. right and then justify how it turns up so that way uh, one can and also like uh, so our mentor used to tell us that uh, there are extraordinary stories in ordinary places mm. so like you can start with your family member probably you know just observe your mom or your brother or any family member that is uh, near you for a day and uh, you know try to uh, get a trait that attracts you that that you think would uh, work good in a story or maybe try to exaggerate a trait that is there right that's more or less the process if we if we take an example like uh, uh, another thing is that uh, we think words in terms of visuals like uh, we have a lot of us have heard this that uh, the uh, graph is soaring high mm. yeah dreams soaring high mm. so uh, graph is uh, you know it's going uh, it's taking a sky high limit mm. <laughs> something like that so that thing came into my mind and then i thought of placing this man on the graph you know yeah. flying yeah. to the sky mm. so that's how we also visualize things we turn words into images yeah we turn words into ah, words literal. Mm-hmm. literal imagination of the word okay great huh. this was really a pleasure like it didn't feel like one hour at all uh, yeah, yeah. same here same here thanks a lot guys for doing this and thank you thank you, thank you.